my husband Paul. Scary spooky October. It's the best part of fall. No, how does how does it go? <laughs> Those are the best products ever. You know, just thinking that somebody actually spends their life making those things. Yeah. Someone developed that and created a a, a pendulous ghost. That makes no sense because the noise that it makes is not a ghostly noise at all. It's pretty, it's creepy, right? You walk into a haunted house and you hear a, "Ah, I can't do it. I immediately shit my pants. (laughs) Well, hello there. Oh, Oh, hi. Hi. Hello, Paul. Hello, David. What are we? Episode 115. 115. Song Kings. And there goes Leonard. That's okay. If he starts shit, we'll pause the fucking recording and I will put him into the bedroom. Okay? It's just every time we go and we start an episode, you're up and down. Like a toilet seat down and fluttering around like a homosexual. Like. Okay. I, I, I'm offended. Stop fluttering. Okay, okay whatever. <laughs> I want to fly. I got to be a peacock. Let me fly. Let me fly. Anyways. It's the 115th episode of the disturbingly pragmatic show with Dave and Paul. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> so ridiculous. Yes. It's creepy, spooky, haunted October around here at the DP. Although Luca bitched at me via text message. Oh, okay. That our last episode did not have a spooky, scary theme song. Oh, no. Because although, yes, it was released on October 1st. Oh, we recorded it on the 30th. We recorded it on the 30th. Got it. I didn't feel like it actually fit into the October month of Halloween spookiness. Okay, I understand. That's fair. So That's how have fair. you been? You know, I'm um, I'm still on the mend from my head cold, which I have yet to suspiciously get. Do I? That's because I'm purposely staying away from you as much as possible. <sighs> I'm also washing my hands extra. Okay. Right. We sleep in the same bed. Yeah, but I'm not sitting there, you know, hovering over you, going. <sighs> well, what if I've got my face on yours while you're asleep? <laughs> like honestly no come i'm not on. doing any of that come on right come on so but you know i'm keeping my distance i'm making sure we do have to wash our bedding though that 100 yeah, but i'm on i'm on the mend i feel it it's just it's all in my head it's so like i'm so congested like even my ears i've been having a little bit of difficulty hearing so it wouldn't be because, good for you right now to go for a flight no no, I don't think so. But I'm feeling okay. I'm feeling a little bit better. You know, I'm still tired. But slowly but surely, it's coming around. I've been hearing from a few people that it it's um it's about a week, a good seven days, good seven to ten days. Mm-hmm. Of, and that's if it doesn't go into your chest. Yeah, well, knock on wood. Um, knock I, on for Micah. I am... Um, I'm not one who's prone to getting chest infections, not like you, right? Yeah. I know that as soon as you get a cold, it goes right for your lungs and right for your chest. Well, not so, not every time. No, but, but a good when chunk it goes of time. For it. Oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah. So again, I probably sound a little bit more nasally, nasalier, nasalier, yeah. nasally, 
Was that L- Leonard's No, forlorn? it's the fucking child in the goddamn unit across from us. Okay, Jesus Christ. Every t- no, but you have to admit, sometimes that child sounds like fucking Leonard. Well, it's because she's she's always screaming. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want to be an asshole, but... So... Why do you scream? <laughs> some interesting talk from the world of entertainment. Well, at least social media, YouTube type of situation. Yes, it mm-hmm. is... Um, I think, again, it's been, it's everywhere. And people who had no idea about this group of people are now involved and aware of this group of people because it literally is everywhere. Can right? I put my hand up and say, I am one of the aforementioned people who legitimately had no idea who these people were Absolutely. before you brought this to my attention? Yeah. So, you know, as you may have already heard <laughs> if you're on socials a lot or in the news in general but uh yeah so the group the try guys which um originally consisted of eugene zach keith and ned um they started they all started at buzzfeed back mm-hmm. in the day i think it was like between 2015 2018 or before that i should say sorry and they branched out on their own and created a company and a brand called the try guys Mm -hmm. where they did things together where they literally tried things like that was the whole concept. And then they did funny skit sketch sketches and they, you know, they had things. So, and they're pretty goddamn popular, incredibly popular. Like, I mean, they have grown exponentially over the past eight years to the point where they've released, they've released a book. They have merchandise. They've just finished recording a television show. You know, they're on all the social media platforms, millions of followers. Each one of them has branched out and done something of their own. Mm -hmm. Um, for the most part, right? But and all then, under the Try Guys, um, uh, umbrella. Try Guys umbrella. Exactly. Yeah. And then not only that, but as time progressed, each one of them started to get like a partner, like they had a girlfriend or a boyfriend, and then some of them got married, and then they had children. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so it was a family affair, and then they brought on people, and it's a big company, right? Like they have 20 people reporting into them. So the big news is, is that Ned is out, he yes. is gone. He is no longer a try guy. <laughs> right? He's a bi guy. Yeah. Yes. So, because he was caught in extramarital activities um, with an employee, one of the one of the girls, one of the women who is part of um, the company, who has their own sub um, channel. From the Try Guys, yeah. So the Try Guys is basically this sort of umbrella company that 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 acts as a hub for a whole bunch of other talent that falls underneath it. But the four people at the top are the four main guys, yeah. meaning that they're the bosses of everything that goes on in that company. Yes, they are the. They were co-equal partners yes. in this venture, yeah. and probably had a quarter say in everything, and everything would have to be put to a vote and things like that. Mm-hmm. And you would have to have the majority of three of four, at least, to get something done. Yeah. But that's the way that it sounds like. Yeah, so... So everybody else that works there... Works for them. Yes, absolutely. 100%. Everybody there that's employed by them works for them, Mm -hmm. right? So it turns out that the three other guys were notified by fans, basically, saying that they've seen, they had seen Ned, you know, 
making out in public at events and stuff like that with this woman, Alex, who is part of, you know, the company, um, and who has their own, you know, sub channel or, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. Wasn't it an eating channel? Yeah. Or it's something an eating like they, yeah, yeah, friend? yeah. With the friends. So, yeah. So it became a huge thing back in September. And what ended up happening is that I think the reason why it's blown up so much is that there was a period of time where people and fans started noticing things that were happening to their videos where Ned was being excluded, like he was being edited out. Yeah. Right. And you don't generally edit somebody out who's a part of the group. No. And who's obviously in the videos because you can't always edit all bits of someone's body out of a video. Yeah. So it turns out that there was a huge investigation and it's still like in the process as well. And they're still working through everything. So, but because of the, the nature of the affair, that it's not just an affair, like a guy and a woman having an affair, like extramarital affair. No, it's, it's the power dynamic. It's because this was the person in charge is having a relationship with an employee, a subordinate, right? Mm -hmm. And what was interesting is that it took approximately about two weeks for them to finally say, oh, like everything's gone, but they couldn't say anything because of the legal ramifications, all Mm -hmm. of the shit that was happening behind the scenes. Um, I mean, I think for the time period it took for them to address and like say, you know, at least something initially was very quick. Um, I don't think they were ever prepared for it was, something. It was Labor Day when it started, mm-hmm. and it ended on September 16th. Yeah, yeah. So That's not a long time no, period. No, it's a short period, right? Um, but I don't think that they were ever prepared or had ever thought something of this magnitude would happen, right? No, and why would you be? And why would you be? But, you know, getting corporate lawyers involved, getting HR involved, getting PR involved, getting all of these legal mm-hmm. entities involved... Um, because of the fact that he is a one-quarter partner of the entire company, right? Mm -hmm. So it's really interesting because I think a lot of people, particularly the fans, are so, they're shocked. And it's so funny because you think about it, it's like so many people cheat on their spouses. So many people have, you know, either, you know, closed marriages where they, you know, step out on their significant other or they have an open marriage, you know, whatever the case may be. But what I think a lot of people are frustrated about is because Ned's whole persona, his whole, you know, his brand within the Try Guys mm-hmm. was my wife. My, my wife. wife <laughs> right? My, my wife, wife and my children. Yeah. Right? So they, he's the family guy. He is the he family is the guy. the family Try Guy. Yes, he is the family Try Guy. Like, when they got married, they did a whole thing. They, I think they released a, a book together, like a cookbook together or a lifestyle book together. Their children have been involved with videos. Like, they had a whole thing when she was pregnant for both of the kids. Jesus, I've got mixed feelings about that. Right. Having your kids being a part of your videos. Right. Because, like, for privacy's sake, mm-hmm. you're putting your kids out there for any nutbag who may become infatuated with you. And then suddenly is infatuated with your kid. You know, like, I mean, Jesus Christ. If you want to get social media superstardom, you go right ahead and do it. But don't drag your fucking kids into the mix. Right. 
So, because that's know, just a recipe for disaster. But not only that, you have intertwining relationships with the other guys and their significant others. Like, you know, one of the guys, Eugene's, is apparently like literally <sighs> best friends with Ariel, who is the wife of Ned. Right. So she's not the little mermaid. No, 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 no. So you have these interconnected, connected, you know, relationships. But doesn't she work there as well? Yes. In a podcast and all that. Yeah, yeah. She. That's the thing. The the try guys' wives are significant others. The wives they get together. The wives. The wives and the girlfriend, <laughs> right? Because Zach has a girlfriend. Uh, Keith has a girlfriend. I'm not sure if they're no, officially I saw, married. I saw a wedding ring on that one video you showed me. Yeah. So, anyways, regardless. Um, so it's really interesting just the the amount of attention this is getting. But I think if you look back on everything like social media wise, specifically like YouTube channels, like this seems to be one of the largest kind of scandals that has happened over the years where it's because everything of theirs was so public. Mm-hmm. Like their whole business has been part of um, mainstream media, mm-hmm. right? So people are invested. They're invested because they're being brought in and led into these people's lives. They're being led into like um, the nitty gritty. Like there isn't really privacy necessarily. So people get invested. So to have somebody come about and do something like this um, and tarnish not only their own brand, which is so raw, raw, you know, I'm the family guy, but then tarnish everything because now everything you see on like TikTok, Instagram and YouTube and videos, it's like people reposting like old videos. And then all of a sudden it's like, Oh, that aged well. Yeah, it's no, like there's every, a whole bunch of stuff. That every I've comment, seen. every, you know, yeah. um, joke that's thrown out there in old videos, even though they were completely innocent at the time, but now you throw in this context of everything that's happened. Yes. It, it, skews everything yeah like there was one video where they were in a hot tub together mm-hmm. side by side nobody else was in the hot tub mm-hmm. but those two were yeah mm. so footsie. <laughs> yeah so finally they've come out and they have made an, uh, made a statement the, the three guys the video the video and it was about a five five minute and some odd seconds well video. link it in the shoe news yeah, yeah for sure if you if you haven't seen if it. you haven't seen already watch it, it. Um, so you can, you can clearly tell there is a significant range of emotion, but not only a range of emotion, but it's each, (laughs) each one of the guys is the emotion. You said it best to me yesterday before I saw the video. Yeah. You described the video thusly. Yeah. You've got, you've got the angry guy. Yeah. You've basically got got, sad guy. You've got Zach. Who's basically sad. Like you can tell in the way he's talking and is in the middle. You can tell in his body language, um, his voice cracks. Like he, he is, he is emotional about this. Mm -hmm. Then you've got Keith who is the disappointed father. Like, yeah. Disappointed, disappointed dad. dad. I couldn't put a better spin on his face and what it's like. I can't believe that he stole that car. Right? Exactly. Oh, Jesus Christ. I can't believe that you stole the car. <laughs> Shit. Exactly. And then you raised got, him better than that. And then you've got Eugene, who is the angry one. Like, you, furious. Furious. Like, if, if you can imagine um, basically the character from Hercules Hades, the guy who has the fire for the hair, yeah. that's exactly what he looks like. But also disgusted. Oh yeah, it's disgust it wasn't just and fury anger. And anger. Yeah. It's disgust. Mm-hmm. You can see that there's a level of seething disgust behind his eyes of what this guy has done. This family guy. Mm-hmm. He's probably a Christian too. 
Well, you know, he he he's he went to Yale. He was part of a fraternity. Oh, okay. Right. So that just tells me to. That just tells you exactly what the guy is. The moment you go to Yale and are part of a fraternity. Well, everybody jokes, right? They're like, oh, he was like the least favorite try guy. He's basically like white bread. Like he's very like, you know, he's a, he's, he's got dad humor, I guess, in more or less in a sense. Mm -hmm. Um, So needless to say, this is, it's, um, it's been incredibly like hyper focused on social media because I think everybody is just really shocked. Again, it's a brand that's been created over the last eight to ten years, but because everybody has been so involved with it and they've seen the inner workings, they've seen new people being brought on. They've seen like again the videos and the testimonies about, you know, them getting married and then having a child and like naming the child and like it was all intertwined at, in their brand and all of their content. Right. Mm-hmm. And because they are so big, you know, there's a lot of content that they've already filmed. So they said, you know, in their statement, there's going to be a lot of stuff that will never see the light of day that mm-hmm. will never be showcased because he can't be edited out. Mm-hmm. So it's like all of that money is wasted. It's all gone. Um, yeah. But let's, know. let's not have a tag day sale for them. The no, 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 money no, That no. they're pulling in and they could probably take it as an insurance write down. Well, again, I don't know, David, right. All I'm saying is that I'm, I don't know. It's it'd be different if the people came into money like they were just like if it was a Kardashian who fucking cares but these guys built a brand oh, no, from for the sure. ground up. I understand. So I'm not saying anything about it except for the fact that I understand that they're pissed off about the money thing, but they'll be fine. But mm. it's just it sucks the money thing. But I think what sucks more in that is that they have videos that they probably really enjoyed making, really enjoyed coming up with the concept for mm-hmm. and writing and whatever the hell else they did. And now those things will never be able to be seen by anybody because of this one selfish dickhead's move. And a selfish dickhead who, by the way, had the hubris to think that he could go out in New York City and make out with his fucking girlfriend in front of people at a a bar and not get caught on social media. It was was her bachelorette party. They were at a party. She was engaged to a guy for 10 years. Wait, it was at her bachelorette party? That is my understanding, And she's suddenly sucking face with this guy. Yes. The brass balls. That's the thing, right? And, you know, it's it's a... That's, you know, in the statement, like, Eugene made a very good point. You know, like, in situations like this, you know... Um, society tends to be incredibly harsh on women. So please be very mindful and, 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 and kind when you are, if you choose to make comments, right? Because there's a lot of people like, oh, you know, she knew he was married and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you know what? In a everyday situation, it does take two to tango. But because of the overarching power dynamics here, that whole concept or that scenario in my opinion, gets thrown out the window. It's no longer the fact that, yes, she was aware, he was aware, it was, you know, they did it together. There's a power dynamic there. You know, anything you say. Even if you can say she was fully aware and she's fine, it doesn't matter. Anything you say about her gets thrown out the window because of that power dynamic. That thing, and and it doesn't matter if it was consensual because you can't have consensual when there's a power dynamic involved. That's why when you have a student and a teacher, you can't have them fucking because there's a power dynamic involved. I was watching somebody, and I don't want to take credit for what they've said um, or how they put the analogy, but I thought it was interesting, and I wish I could remember who it was. But it was like comparing to like if you were in a competition, right? So say you were auditioning on like one of those shows, like the talent shows, okay, and 
you're a contestant and you get chummy in terms of like with a judge, mm-hmm. right? Nothing like significant happens, but you create a bond. Did and then, this happen with Matthew Morrison? I don't know. I'm trying to talk, but you're interrupting. Um, no, Matthew Morrison. Remember from Glee? Didn't he get into this exact? Oh yeah, when position? he made the text. Yeah, when he said the text to the person. Right. But that's the thing, right? So automatically, that person becomes may um, may act inappropriately in the sense of even if it's like subconsciously, it could be like, oh, like I really like this person, but they're trying to change the narrative and persuade other people to be for this one person. So anyways, that's what I was trying to say. It was kind of like, that was the analogy that they were trying to compare it to, right? Yeah, but they have a real life example of that mm -hmm. with Matthew Morrison. Mm -hmm. Where, yeah, no, if you're in that position, you can't be texting with the goddamn contestants. Yeah. Because then it looks like the fucking game is rigged. No, exactly, right? You jackass. So, um... So needless to say, there's going to be more to come. I think they're going to be, I think their idea is that they're going to finish out the year um, with the content that they have or the continuation of the content that they have. And then basically reassess to say, how do we move forward in terms of, you know, going forward with our brand, with our company, with our content. Um, They just finished a show like filming yeah, a network, TV like show. a TV show based on an idea um, without a recipe from their Try Guys um, mm-hmm. content, right? It got it got so popular on their channel that it was created into a television show, a competition show. So that is something that he can't be edited out. Mm-hmm. The network for sure is not going to no, scrap it. they have contractual obligations that they have to fulfill. Yeah. But anything going forward. Right. So they mentioned like, you know, there could be some content that is sponsored that will come out and you will see him you will see ned in it but again it's because it's contractually obligated i think pretty much everybody will understand when that sort of shit happens right now just because it's such a last minute thing well you this would isn't think, something that you can plan for no but you would think but i think them acknowledging it and being upfront and saying hey this is what you're going to see and this is what you should expect i think gives people that are not quote-unquote savvy when it comes to yeah. thinking that way. Yeah. So anyways, so and maybe also to prevent triggering. Yeah. So it's interesting. It's an interesting story. It's just, there's so much stuff. It's all over social media. That's all it is. I will say right this now. about it. I find it incredibly interesting to watch the dynamics of this situation unfold. Mm-hmm. It's in the me too movement after me too movement's been over for, you know, started five years ago. And so now we're really into it. But I think that it's interesting to conceptualize what this would have done if it were a boomer situation versus a a millennial Mm. situation. Because I have a feeling there's a generational divide in what how this would have been handled, depending on how old the person was handling it. I think that they've handled it in an incredibly mature, uh, really... It's mature, respectful, and also transparent. Transparent. As much transparency as they can have, given legal ramifications. So they're basically saying, okay, this is how much we weren't going to do. We were were always going to do a statement. Mm -hmm. However, we we needed to wait to get approvals to kind of get give certain information. But the fact that they put out a statement at all now. But they've had to because of the fact that. They had to get ahead of it. 
the media and the social media and all the people were starting to speculate. And I think that's the whole piece. They were starting to get making the assumption like, oh, they all knew about it. They were trying to maybe sweep it under the rug there. And they were like, no, 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 this is not the case. It's like, we physically were not, we are not allowed to make comments on an open investigation, mm-hmm. regardless of what it is. Like, we just can't do it. That it's a legal thing. Right. This is not us sweeping it under the rug. This is a legal matter that requires us to have investigations, to have lawyers, to have HR president, to have all of these third party people come in and then dictate this is the process that you have to follow. But I really felt that their statement was really well done, that it really emphasized like, look, like that was genuine emotion. Oh, for sure. It wasn't faked. None of that was faked. Mm-hmm. It was genuine emotion because they are not just losing a partner. They're losing a friend Mm -hmm. because I'm sure they're not going to hang around with them anymore. How could you? I mean, because again, his, he betrayed his entire group of people Mm -hmm. to get his dick wet. I mean, that's basically what it is. And you know what? Like guys, I got to tell you, man, stop being led around by your goddamn dicks. It makes no sense. Why would you throw away this big, like, do you know how many people would kill to be in the position that he was in, in this group, making the money that they most likely make? Mm-hmm. You know, like, we 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 watch certain YouTube channels, and, and I know that they're making a shit ton of money because of the amount of millions of views that they've got, but it's just the quality of their videos, the fact that you know that they hire video editors to do this, that they hire, you know, blah, 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 that they get free trips places to do things. Like, you know that they're making a hell of a lot of money. So these guys are making money, but this guy has completely destroyed his career, mm-hmm. his reputation, yeah, and everything else just to have sex. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like, it, and I guess the 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 funniest soundbite or the the craziest soundbite is the consensual work relationship. Yeah, no, that's that's, but that's justifying it in his head. Mm-hmm. But as he's, well, he did the fucking around. Yeah, and now he's getting the finding out. Yes, and that's the that's the unfortunate thing because now whenever you Google him, that's what you're going to find. That's what you're going to find. That's what you're going to see. Yeah. Who knows? He may have people still follow him, mm-hmm. but he will never again experience the level of fame and and importance no. and relevance yeah. that he did whilst a member of the Try Guys. Yeah. But you know what? It's a good thing, too, because Try is three. <laughs> so now there's three guys, so the Try Guys. We'll change the Y for an I. Exactly. There you go. All right. So there you go. That's kind of like the big, really big news right now. On the try, guys. They're trying things and getting upset about other things. Try, guys. Nice. You know what? You don't have to be so rude to me. I try and I try and I try. Mm -hmm. Then you flip your little hand and you do your little do-dings. You upset me, sir. So anyways, we... um, September 30th, um, the new Hocus Pocus dropped. But Hocus we did Pocus not too. watch it. We didn't watch it on that day. We watched it a few days later. I because think. we wanted to watch it in October. Sure. I also wasn't feeling the greatest too. No, you weren't. So um yeah, so we we streamed it on Disney Blues. Disney Auto Blues? Yeah. And uh Yeah. <laughs> how how do I approach this? Mm. So spoilers alert, 
Yeah. If you don't want to hear about anything, but you know, stop, go to the show notes. I'll put the time that you can skip to. And in three, two, or you could just put a fucking chapter in. One. But, anyways, Jesus um, Christ, it's, it's work. It takes four seconds. I know, but it doesn't, it doesn't work on all of the players. Well, it would work on some of them. Yeah, some of them. Anyways. But then what about the people that it doesn't work for? I apologize. How dare you? We've anyways, had this discussion. So, I I would ask you what you thought, but I think I'm going to tell you my opinion first because I feel like yours is going to be really harsh. What are you talking about? It was a wonderful movie. No, you hated it. You didn't like it at all. Absolutely wonderful. I'd see it again. It was much better than Cats. Yeah. See, you're you're bullshitting me. I'm not being facetious at all. It's a speech impediment. Nice. So, (laughs) the movie itself was there were for me there were. Definitely cringe moments. It was overall <laughs> disappointing. Um, I could be uh, the odd man out here when it comes to this because I've been feeling like a lot of people have said like they really liked it. They thought it was really entertaining. They liked the direction that they went. There is a lot of positives to it as well. Like I really, I really enjoyed the fact that you know technology has come so far now that visually you get to do so much more mm-hmm. with stuff right and it's disney they have you know millions and billions of dollars yeah so some of the the techniques and some of like the cgi and like the magic pieces i really enjoyed that and i like the fact that they brought a lot more magic to this one mm-hmm. like there was a lot more magic compared to the first one right mm-hmm. um there were some funny moments, of course. I thought there were a couple funny moments, like the whole um, Walgreens scene to me was kind of humorous. <laughs> I thought that was kind of cute. Um, but I think you made a, a really good point halfway through. You said this movie reeks of notes. Yeah. Right? And I asked, I said, notes. And then I was like, oh, right. So basically, yeah, it really does. The story was was created. And then as they were filming, there was just comments and suggestions and notes. And changes. And changes. Yeah. It's a little choppy yeah. in terms of the story. And, um, but again, I thought, you know, everybody was decent. Even the the younger girls, I thought that they were good choices. Like, they were no, actually they were good. Fine. They were professional actors. Yeah. Being paid to professionally act. Yeah. So they better be goddamn good. Are you going to keep kicking the table? Fuck off, David. God damn it, you're annoying me. <laughs> yeah, but you sit there and you talk about you're, me knocking the thing. You not, there's a difference, okay? Oh, oh, because I'm doing it versus you're doing it. No, but I just, you know what also is like, if you, if here's people, have you ever been talking to someone and you're talking and you're telling a story and you can see somebody just like, oh, they're fucking itching. They're itching to get their comment in. They're itching to tell their side of the thing. Like, I can see you going, <laughs> I want to say something. But have I? Well. So needless to say, I might watch it again. I'm, I might watch it again on my own, just to see. No, I want to watch it again. Eh. Okay, fine, I won't. But what I... Okay, so so what did you think overall? Overall, Because I can't tell whether was, you... Do you I think would, it's a great movie? No, I don't think it's a great movie. you think movie. it's a shit movie? I don't think it's a shit movie. I would give it probably about a, a solid C. Maybe a C plus, okay. to be honest. So it's just an average child. Yeah. yeah, it was... I mean, again, it's geared towards this new 
group of children mm-hmm. and younger people, right? Mm-hmm. So the nostalgia that I have is there because it brings me back like, yes, it's these characters. Um, however, the <laughs> the actual storyline um, is just... It, there's something about it that it's just, it doesn't have the same, I don't have the same connection to it. That's all. Like, I remember watching that, the first one, and the reason why I can watch it every year, mm-hmm. and the reason why it's become part of my tradition of Halloween is because there's the nostalgia, of course, but there's a level of, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. Charm. Like, yes. there's It's charming. It's a charming movie. Yes. What this new movie completely fucking utterly lacks in all goddamn way, shape, or form is charm. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have that oomph of the original. Right. It didn't have the storyline of the original that felt like it was an actually well-crafted storyline. This felt like a choppy piece of garbage that they threw together. <laughs> And and for some reason, 30 years later, Mm -hmm. almost, no, it's 29 years later. It's not even 30 years later. No, it's almost, it's 29. I mean, if you're going to wait 29 fucking years for this, you could wait one more year and maybe (laughs) polish the script a bit more. What do you think? (laughs) But again, I think that's the whole point is that, well, you also had different direction, different director, different writers. Different points of view. Didn't have Gary Marshall and his sister Penny Marshall playing husband and wife <laughs> i was missing that nice i was that was a very alabama move of the uh, casting i mean literally gary and penny marshall brother and sister were playing husbands and wife like no wonder he was dressed up as satan nice nice exactly <laughs> no so. but the original had charm yeah but i did like that like i said i like the magic piece i like the fact that they incorporated uh i'm not gonna lie i actually did like the backstory I thought that was kind of funny and cute of like the Sanderson sisters, like them as little girls, little girls and them coming into the ability to have magic. Right. No, Um, it was interesting. And it had the lady from Ted Lasso. Yeah. She was Uh, awesome. (laughs) So I kind of liked that. I liked that backstory. I thought that was kind of cute. And the three little girls that they got to play. The younger versions of them. They basically were spot on in their impressions, especially the Bette Midler one. Yeah, you could tell that she was like a theater, like a little theater kid. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. Right? Oh, fuck yeah. Little Leah Michelle in training. <laughs> um, I'm in the news. Nice. But <laughs> I guess it's, be- yeah, they had like, you know, your your plot A, your plot B, and your, your C, your, sorry, your A, B, and C story, right? And mm-hmm. I feel like the C story was just wasted. Like there was no need for it. Um. So again, I, 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 a good, a solid C, C plus for me. Anyways, I'm just like, you know what? If you're gonna come back and half-ass a sequel, don't bother. Mm-hmm. What was the point of it? What was the point of it? I mean, I will give them this: the Sanderson sisters did have a little bit nicer ending this time. But what yeah. was the point of it? That's that's just like, a new story, and I guess because people had then, been then wanting it. Then create a it, new but... story, but don't use the same the same characters. That because you're not going to be able to capture the feeling of the original. Yeah, and people may have enjoyed this. That's fine, but it it absolutely doesn't hold a candle to the original. My friends at Sequel Pitch were talking about this. I'll leave a, a, a link in the shoe notes. Mm-hmm. But they were talking about Hocus Pocus. Mm-hmm. I I can't wait to hear what their sequels are. <laughs> 
But honest to goodness, I, I, I was disappointed in this. But then again, I'm generally disappointed in these types of movies that take forever to get there. Mm-hmm. Zoolander 2 was another one that yeah. disappointed the hell out of me. Yeah. Because I have such fond memories of the first one. I don't want those fond memories fucked up by the piece of shit that you guys decide to do 20 years later. Yep. You know, like Dumb and Dumber 2. Indiana Jones 5. Holy fuck. Yeah, there's certain things where you go, oh, okay. That movie. <laughs> that movie raped my childhood. Oh my god. As if it were teaching That's me piano. That's pretty... Wow. <laughs> wow, we're going real dark. Well, so it is Halloween. dark. It is Halloween. So For those of you who don't know, I dark. was molested oh by my God. piano teacher for years. Oh, my God. Maybe that's what I should trigger bring up. Trigger warning, trigger yeah. warning. Yeah, so if you were molested, then you'll be triggered, knowing that I was, too. It's Halloween. All right. And I'm going to go away now. Bye. <laughs> so, I mean, if you got a chance to watch it, watch it, for sure. But, uh... Yeah. I thought you just stopped recording. No, I didn't. I could have sworn I heard a click. No, I should have stopped recording and said bye, because you're going off on a weird path right now. I absolutely am not. I was going for last, because, you know, I haven't been zany this episode. As I, I know, I know. We've been talking about, you know, like, newsy things, and, you know, it's more but of a But you discussion. wanted to talk about the Try Guys last week, and we didn't even get to it. But I'm glad okay. that we didn't, because now we can talk about it expandedly. Well, that's the thing, right? Because there were so many things that were slowly coming out, so... Fucking brass balls of that guy. Yeah. I'm just gonna make out with the bride to be at her fucking bridal shower I'm here. I'm pretty confident it was her bachelorette if I read that correctly. Again, <sighs> if I'm misquoting the, the 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 party that they were at, I apologize, but that was my understanding. I mean, and in New York, nobody possibly has a phone or could capture this moment. Nobody has nobody has cameras in their phones. No, what, what a, camera for the phone? Camera. <laughs> like seriously, good God, yeah. man. So I know. Anyways, so I let's go into something that you wanted to talk about. Oh yes, that's right. Right, because you wanted to bring up spirit of darkness. Some of your past experiences being a funeral director with death, with death, and you wanted to and dying. Talk about. Um, the cremation process, because I know that you think it's an interesting process. Well, it's an interesting process in the fact that a lot of people choose to have it done, but they don't precisely know what happens during the process itself. Mm -hmm. You know, it's funny, whenever I always tell somebody that I was a funeral director, what, you were a funeral director? Like, and they, you got BPD, and you got ADHD, and you mentioned the aforementioned pianonist, so... (laughs) (laughs) Listen, pianist. Uh. Pianist. So, uh, usually people mm-hmm. will do something like this. Uh. And then the second thing they'll do is this. Tell me all about it. <laughs> Stud. Dun, 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 dun. And we I got cheese. Sorry. Ooh. Anyways. Thriller? No, it's fine. You didn't get it. I'm not going to explain it to you. So continue. You chills are multiplying? Yeah, I know. Because okay. you're like, tell me about it. And I'm like, stud. Was that Grease? Yes, it's Grease. Okay. You know, is it sad that I can't, don't catch the Grease reference? Shouldn't I catch the Grease reference being no, a No, it's fine. It's just, I, I, I don't know. You used to watch Grease a lot with your cousins. No. I have no idea where you got that from. I could have sworn you watched it with... Nope. Oh. Never have in my life. Okay. I don't know where that came from or why that's in your head. I'm on drugs. <laughs> what else is new? 
time on so cremation which yeah. something came up in my feed that you can be freeze-dried Cry, cry, cryo frozen cryogenically suspended. no you can you can get you can get frozen and then broken apart with a hammer what for to like as an alternative to like utilizing gas and cremation i have cremation. not heard of that wait what yeah i'm gonna have to look that up <laughs> you know when someone gets put in like sub-zero yeah, liquid I know. And then- <laughs> what happens when you when you uh come back from zero degrees i have no idea then you're just basically a bunch goo. of muck on the mm. goo on the floor can you put it? You remember those those rectangular things from like the eighties, that eighties, early nineties that had the blue liquid? Yeah, it was in the, yes. the rectangle. The and there was like a little boat. The wave. So you just put the the parts in there, and then they thaw, and then you'll have like bloody chunks. Going, <laughs> and then you put a little picture of the person on a little boat sail. Dad, oh look, Dad's floating in his own muck. You're oh. disgusting. I know. What do you, so wait, I'm so, gonna have to look it, the, it up. Is it the Demolition Man uh, cremate? Like, no, I don't think so. Anyways, I have to when look it up. Wesley Snipes got frozen at the. I think that's the, the concept. Yeah, I don't. I've never heard of that, and I don't know how that would work. I don't know. I'm gonna have to look it up because maybe it was a joke. Cryogenically frozen or, is or, a thing, or like for seal, crazy people, or like seal, yeah. What are you gonna? You know. Actually, but that might not be that crazy a thing because there might be a point in time. In sure. the future, sure, where you can find us a cure to like liver cancer, for example. Mm. If you died of it, they might be able to cure you and bring you back. Right. The only thing that we may have a problem with this whole idea is the whole idea of the soul. What happens to the soul? Like, so you mm. have to presuppose that there's some sort of heaven or some sort of afterlife shit. But if there's no afterlife, if we just expire and that's all that we do, right. Somebody could legit be brought back in the future if that shit was was cured. And of course, medical. Who knows where medical technology will be four hundred years from now? Uh, yeah, I have no idea. I'm like, so you could. Legit- I'm expecting us all to be two feet tall and have the ability to fly and telepathically speak to each other. I don't know why. But anyways, so tell but me about cool? tell me about anyway. burning bodies, okay? So no, so cryogenically Let frozen the is gone. Hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the Sorry. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so cremation. Mm-hmm. Cremation is the act of destroying the body by fire. Mm-hmm. So generally speaking, you're not going to have a metal casket go into the crematorium. Okay. You're only going to be able to pick a wooden casket. Got it. And there are wooden caskets, which are too big. For a general retort, which is the mm. name of the oven that you're basically put into. It's called a retort? A retort. A retort. Yeah. So, like, when you retort about something, mm-hmm. like, like you say something and I retort back, is that a word? <laughs> is that the same thing? No. No. Hey, I'm making you laugh. That's all that's good. That's all that matters. Is that not the same thing? A retort? No, it's not. A, but retort, that... a retort and a retort are two different things. Got it. But they're spelled the same? Yeah. The English mm. language. You mm. know how it is. Mm. Minute minute. Yeah, but this is the spelt the same, and it's almost said the same. Almost, but a little bit different. Got it. Okay. Minute minute, retort, retort. It's just a difference. Potato, potato. Oh, my God. Tomato, tomato. So anyway. Let's all call the You're thing. thrown in the goddamn oven. Yeah. 
baked at 355 degrees for four hours. Now, what if you had, if you got a metal casket, for example, and you wanted to be cremated, would they just- You wouldn't get the metal casket. You wouldn't. They would just say, no, you can't have the metal casket. Okay, Because that would be a real waste of your money. Got it. Okay. Unless there was such thing as, because I don't know whether or not this has been invented yet. Because- Sometimes people will get a rental casket, mm-hmm. which is a, you know, a casket with an outer shell, yeah. but then the inside is like a pine box that pulls out. Got it. And that's the piece that goes off to the crematorium. Got it. Okay. So you're able to then re-rent that shell, mm-hmm. I think, four extra times. So each shell gets, mm-hmm. you know, like there is a shelf life of the shell. Got and it. on the fifth one, it goes to the crematorium as well with the body. Oh my but any- gosh, what if you were a family of five? That's amazing. Five for one sale. You could totally have the same casket and just an inner... Like, my mom, my dad, my brother, my other brother, and I are all going to get burned in the same box. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I think that's interesting. But they're not. They're in completely different No, you know, but I mean the shell. The shell itself. Like, yeah. oh, yeah. like They're seen in the same box. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it would be good. It would be a good deal if you get five. But and then that final time, like the on the last time that it's rented out, they just burn it all. Yeah. Right. Okay. Got yeah. it. Figured as much. But I don't know if they've actually invented anything like that for metal. Mm, okay. I don't think they have, mm-hmm. because that would be dumb. Well, to me, it would but make more know. sense if you would have a metal with an inner, because the metal, in my mind, it's metal. It's a surface that you can actually clean, and it wouldn't actually hold any sort of bacteria or anything like that. You could continuously reuse it, it even more than five it times. It scratched. Okay, fair. But again, it's metal. Like, you could spray paint it, give it a fresh coat of paint. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's different than wood. It doesn't degrade as much, right? Yeah. So, well, let's just say the metal's out. Okay, So, cool. wood is the only thing you can get Is it burned. aluminum, actually? Uh, aluminum, you've copper. You've uh, a copper casket. Yeah, that'd be a billion pounds. You got bronze. A bronze. <laughs> You're gonna get pallbearers to carry plated. a bronze casket. <laughs> Are you out of your goddamn Actually, mind? No, it's steel. They're steel caskets. Yeah, but they're called like the bronze and the platinum and all this mm-hmm. other stuff. But they're steel caskets. Yeah, they're like they have a patina and a sheen. Yeah, yeah and, I know. And they may have like a special gold plating to them. If they're the Promethean, for example, the one that everyone has see, I'm pretty in. sure the one my grandmother was in was a metal casket. It was, yeah, it was a hers- white. It was a white rose, like it was white and pink on the it, outside. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. It had, and it had like some Catholic. And it had, um, yeah, it had like pink inside. She it wanted, had Jim on the stick. She on the wanted inside. to be buried in everything pink. Yeah. Because it was her favorite color. Yeah. And it was so pink. she got everything pink. And she pink had a and vault roses. Too. Yeah. And she got it put in a vault. Well, a lot of gri- cemeteries make you put in a vault now. Oh. Because okay. it holds the integrity of the grave. Because mm. if not, you can collapse. I remember once I was at this grave site and the family wanted to stay. Normally they don't want to stay to watch the f- earth get filled in. Okay. But this family wanted to stay and they didn't have a vault. And uh, oh, you could hear like the the crunch on the the wood yeah, and stuff. So, because you know you're talking about thousands of pounds of dirt, yeah. And suddenly you heard oh. as uh, well. Let's just say that um, the eternal rest has begun. Yes, and there is going to be some leakage. <laughs> mm. Okay, so what's the temperature of uh, the the kiln? Like seventeen <laughs> seventeen hundred to twenty five hundred degrees. Calvin? No, uh, no, Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit. I'm pretty okay. sure it's Fahrenheit. Not 100%. Okay. But it's enough to burn the hell out of you. Do you have to preheat it? 
No, you like, like basically, you can just turn it on once it goes in. Got it. Like they, you know, they, they have it, like it's sort of like on a, on a warm setting <laughs> for the most part during the day. Mm-hmm. And then as it's running, they push the button and it basically sets this whole thing on fire and they just sort of shoots fire into you in all directions. Right. From below, from above, from the sides. And it takes a good three hours to do. Really? That yeah. long, eh? Yeah, good three hours to do, but it depends on on whether or not you have somebody who's larger as well, because mm-hmm. there are considerations. You can't put anything like a pacemaker through it. Makes sense. Because so so the It'll one thing is, is that we always have to remove the pacemaker of somebody going to the crematorium okay. because it would blow up. Right. Do you remove metal pieces such as like um, if they had like a tongue no. stud or an eyebrow ring no. or anything like that? That stays unless in there. the family wants them. Got it. Okay. But uh, yeah, no. The only thing that we remove is the pacemaker. Mm, yeah, like any technology in you that would explode, because it's basically a battery pack, is it not? Yeah, yeah. But so let's say that you had a, f- a false hip. That would stay. That would stick around, and at the end of the cremation process, that would get separated out and put into a thing of biological waste. Oh, right, because it wouldn't disintegrate. Yeah, it's, it's not part of the body originally. Got it, got it. So it just basically is put to the side and, and disposed okay. of. But uh, Could the family retrieve that hip in case, like, That oh, I don't know. Like, oh, you know, grandma got a new hip, but then, you know, she's I, passing, but then it turns out that it. now grandpa needs a hip, so can they, they reuse that hip? No. Oh, damn, okay. Well, yeah. you know, reduce, reuse, recycle, bitch. It's got to be good for the good for the earth. Even I'm disgusted by that. Blech. Okay, so it's very hot. It takes about three hours. Yep. And then it boils your insides. Mm-hmm. It pops your teeth out of your head. Now, at the, is it noisy? Have you been there when no, a body been has been, no. been put in? Okay. No, I mean I've seen I've seen the retort and I've seen the process done, but I've just never been there when it's being done because I've never had a point to be there. Right. right. I may have seen something as I dropped off a body, but aside from that, but, uh, after it's finished Mm -hmm. and sometimes during the process, they have to stop the cream, the the crematorium, open up the door of the retort and then reposition the body. Mm. So they do that. So they sort of, they can reposition the body, but then they close the door back up and start it up again. And by the end of it, you basically have a lot of bone material Mm -hmm. on a grate and they pull it out and they scrape it all out into this, into this bucket. Yeah. And then they pour the bucket into almost like a a top loading washing machine type of thing. Is it a grinder? No, it's not a grinder. It's a pulverizer. Oh. And they, and they pour all this stuff in there. And of course, they pass a metal. First of all, they put they pass a big magnet over all the stuff to get rid of all of the, you know, anything that may have come in with the casket, anything metal. Got it. So that way, it's all out of the mm-hmm. out of the remains. Then they take them and they put them into the top loading washing machine, and they take three large balls and drop them in there, and then they press the start, and it basically uses it uh, the balls to crush up the bones so that it's into sort of much more finer dust-like substance yeah. with bone chunks in it. Got it, got it. So it's not like you see in the movies. Where it's like, you know, a fine salt. Like, yeah. oh, it's Ooh, a miss. Look, no, oh, it just you're going to get bone fragments that yeah. don't completely break down, exactly. burn, and stuff like that. Okay, interesting. And, you know, so so that's pretty much the whole crema- cremation process. And you have a tag that goes with you from the point of entry to the point of getting your cremated remains back the tag stays with the cremated remains and that gives you the identity of the person okay so that way you know you've got the right person right 
And, uh, now when they, now I know like you see a lot, like if people sometimes get, they get put in like just like a small little box, like one that is sealed in like a little mm-hmm. bag and then a box. Now, do they put the actual cremated remains in like the urn itself or is it in a bag that they place inside of the urn? No, that's what the funeral director does. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. We, we basically put it in a plastic bag inside the urn. Got it. So it's not just loosey goosey. There used in to there. be. Lucy oh. Goosey. Uh, but then again, people used to embalm without using gloves while eating in the embalming yeah. room. Well, because I was just going to say, I'm like, I'm just like, because I'm like, you could pick up that urn and shake it and, and hear, drop it and, and yeah. hear like some of the fragments hit the, if it was a metal urn or whatever. But if you take, if you take the urn home, you can open it up and pour your grandmother into your urn without the plastic bag. Got it. Okay. And then you can like, shake it's not, it. it's not sealed. They don't seal the urn like that. You can't open it. No, you can open up. Really? Yeah. I thought that they would have like it it's like welded shut or something or like no, not once at all. you turn it it's closed never to be opened again. Oh god, no. Really? What about the woman on My Strange Addiction who mm. wanted to eat her husband? No, who didn't want to did. Oh yeah, that's right. No, she did. No, I just I'm curious so from gross. that standpoint like if it's, you know, because you are I mean, yeah, it's burnt and it's, you know, it's cremated cremated remains and it's ashes in the in you know, more or less terms. Um, but I'm assuming that there's still some biological aspect. Nope. No, it's all done. It's yeah. all. It's all. It's perfectly safe. Nothing. Oh, nothing to be fearful of of cremated remains. I'll tell you what. Interesting. Don't snort them though. Mm, grandpa. Mm, so tight. Gives you a nice little high. So tight. <laughs> Ridiculous. I'm gonna grind them up in the grinder. Nice. Granddaddy ground up in the grinder. Ah, <sighs> well, listen. This has been. Um, this has been an interesting episode. It We've has. We've kind of gone from, you know, social media downfall to, you know, a, a, a Halloween movie review to, you know, burning burning a dead body in a, in a retort. Mm-hmm. As I retort. <laughs> How dare you? So, um, thank you for joining us for this episode 115. Yes. <laughs> right? We hope that you've. Um, I'm, if, shell- I'm like all of a sudden I'm stunned. Stunned. I don't know why. I just went. She completely- was too stunned to talk. But listen, I'm like, wait, did I say retort right? Retort, retort. Yeah, you say retort, and it's a retort. Yeah. Okay, I am saying so, it right. Yeah. I was Good. just questioning I'm gonna myself. I'm going to have to. You have to. I can't. Uh, you're asking the wrong person here. I got to go downstairs and find my funeral directing books, eh? Oh, God. Here we go. Famous. Anyways, thank you so much for joining us. And, um, you know, check us out on our socials. As always, we're at Disturbingly Pragmatic or at DP with DP specifically on Twitter. Um, you know, if you're looking for additional content, we have our after show as well as, you know, um, exclusive content you on know. our Patreon. You know. Um, so check us Did out. Did you say Patreon? Patreon, Patreon, Patreon. No, but you went Patreon, eh? Patreon, sure. Going, going to Port Hope to well, find my dad, I'm also getting more congested as I continue to talk. So anyways, <laughs> um, it's been fun. And uh, we will um, talk to you in the next one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Fonzie. <laughs> Love you all. All right, bye for now. <laughs>